today we're diving into the secret to long-term client success. So why is that a secret? Well, part of it's, it's marketing. Secret sounds better. Uh, okay, all right. The other part is, uh, I, I think it must be a secret because it's, it's so simple and it's so very rarely used. And now, in the defense to most fitness professionals out there, we get taught a lot about exercise science and nutrition science. Mm -hmm. And what we're talking today is about how to make every plan that we give a client easier and more enjoyable. And you're right, it sounds simple, but why aren't we using it? So there's a lot of roots in behavior science as to why it works, and we'll dive into that as well. Welcome to Becoming the Ultimate Fitness Coach with the Jock and the Doc Podcast, where fitness meets behavioral science. Join your hosts, Scott Schutte, a seasoned personal trainer, gym owner, and 360 wellness coach, and Dr. Janine Steester, a PhD behaviorist and expert in all things behavior change, as they share their combined expertise to empower fitness professionals like you. With practical tips, cutting-edge topics, and industry-leading guests, you'll learn everything from motivation and goal setting to habit formation and overcoming obstacles. Whether you're a seasoned fitness pro or just starting off your coaching journey, Becoming the Ultimate Fitness Fitness Coach is your essential guide to mastering the art of coaching and changing lives. So let's dive into what we're seeing. We work with a lot of different coaches. We work with a lot of different fitness facilities. And we see several different approaches. So number one approach we see a lot of people is just taking people through workouts. And this is good. People should be working out. Definitely. But if you're working with people that are coming to you and they're like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose body fat. I'm going to use some other terminology that means that, like tone or contouring. Contouring. I, yep. I haven't heard that one. But, yeah, that was um, that was a today one. Nice. Yeah. Then you need to be giving them more than a workout. If we go just a little bit further than that, we see people giving nutrition. Awesome. Nutrition definitely helps people lose body fat, lose weight, or contour, or contour. Yeah. Um, but what we see with that is a lot of people they're giving meal plans, and some of these people even give them plan, meal plans. Not even taking any um, intake of the person, what they're doing is just like, well, here's healthy foods. Yeah, it's like standard for everybody, right? They're giving out diets, they're giving out calories and macros, which could be useful. And some people do have success with that. We, we do see that. Yeah, and technically on paper, it's, it should work, right? But the majority of people really struggle with that. We even see people that do, they like to call it accountability coaching, where they give a plan, and they meet on weekly or monthly basis, and they're like, whether you did good or you did bad. Yeah, so just reinforcing the obvious. But what we've seen and what we practice is more of this minimal effective dose. And with that, once you get people starting training in the right direction, and even at the beginning, taking into, two people's, uh, taking into account people's personality, their lifestyle, their environment, because really for us to give good advice, we need to gather a lot of information. So if someone randomly is like, well, what kind of protein should I take? You should really have several questions before that, before you give them a decent answer. And so this is what we're gonna dive into today. It's all about this making it easy and enjoyable. And I wanna be clear, during the workout, especially if someone's not just brand new, I'm okay with that being difficult. That doesn't have to be easy for them because we wanna push them. But when we're talking about long-term success with people, not just getting them to change over the next six, 12 weeks, that's not that difficult to do. We're talking about long-term results where people lose the weight and keep it off. We need to always be checking in with this easy and enjoyable. Yeah, and even to your workout thing, like you wanna push people, but if they're so sore, yep. 
for three, four days afterwards, they don't want to get near the gym. So that doesn't breed consistency. But the thing about easy and enjoyable is think about anything that you do consistently or that you want to do, whether it's the type of music you listen to, um, whether it's kind of the environments that you like to spend time with the people, it's because they reinforce you. It, it feels natural, you enjoy it, and you wanna do more of it. And the biggest thing that we hear from fitness professionals is clients aren't compliant or they're not consistent. Yep. Clients will even say, I guess I'm not motivated or disciplined enough because I just can't be consistent with it. Well, typically when we're not consistent with something, it's so complicated that we're having a hard time weaving it into our day to day. And also it's not giving us those quick little reinforcements in all the feel good hormones that get us to repeat that behavior. So figuring out small things that are easy and enjoyable is much faster of a move towards ongoing uh, success than the more complicated things. Yeah, and so for example, we were, we were working with the fitness facility uh, this last week and, and one of their main tactics that they start with clients right away is is having someone do dietary recall. And don't get me wrong, you need to have a little bit of this information. And typically the approach that we teach is like, oh, just tell me what you had yesterday or just give me an example of a typical day. So we can figure out like, what are the, the big rocks and how do we make small adjustments to that? But they talk about like, well, clients won't even do the simplest thing. All I want them to do is attract their food for a week and they won't even do that. And I'm like, it's because it's a pretty advanced step. Like if people have never done that before and you're having them track all this stuff, it's, it's, people aren't good at it. And if you ask people to do stuff that they're not good at, the likelihood of them sticking with it is very low. Well, and there's so much variability. If somebody's making their own food every day at home and they know exactly what they're eating and the ingredients, that dietary recall is gonna be a lot more just accurate and precise than if, well, last weekend I was at a tournament with my kids' baseball game and let's see, we stopped at some sort of like sandwich shop and we got, it, there's so many variables that it, it becomes exhausting. And the other part, when we were um, talking to the fitness facility, they were also, some of the coaches were saying that sometimes when they actually do sit down with the person and they're doing dietary recall, it might be an hour long conversation and they're going over a month's worth of nutrition recall. Well, there's a whole lot of things that are challenging about that, right? The coach in their head is thinking, oh my God, an entire hour, this is yep. so complicated. This isn't reinforcing. The client, whether they're saying it to you or not, is also sitting there going, God, I've been talking about what I've eaten for the last month for an hour, and half of it I'm guessing. Yep. Some of it I'm lying about because it just doesn't sound good if I say it out loud. And some of it I don't remember. And then at the end, the last, what, five minutes, 10 minutes, I'm gonna give you some key recommendations. And then am I gonna give you key recommendations for what was going on a month ago or yep. what's going on right now? So a lot of that is just way too much information when all we want to do is make a couple of small tweaks just to the day-to-day -day, almost to the fact that they don't notice it almost to the fact that they're saying is there something else i'm supposed to do because that was so easy because if i think about changing my lifestyle and, and this is one of the things that i see a lot is people will say um i i i, I want to make a change I want to improve my health or I want to do something like this. And I'm sure people have had clients, right? And you say, well, what does that mean to you? What does that look like to you? And they dance around. You've had a client recently yeah. like this. They dance around and dance around it. To me, that's a big signal that they know they need to make a change, but they're scared to make a change because they know it's going to involve a lot of work, a lot of accountability, things like that. So we've got to get clients to feel really comfortable saying, I'd actually just like to lose some pounds and feel better in my clothes, move yep. better. 
okay, we'll just shift a few small things, see how it goes. <sighs> okay, because I was worried I was gonna have to overhaul everything. I've tried that before and I failed. And so here's, here's one of the key things I want you to take a step back and think about. Just because it's easy for you does not mean it's gonna be easy and enjoyable for your clients. And, and this is one of the main reasons why I believe we see this a lot because we'll see trainers that are all into fitness and like all you have to do is meal prep on Sunday, spend three hours, cook all your food, divide it all up and just eat that throughout the week. It sounds easy, right? And or today I saw this on Instagram, um, a trainer posted, um, it was a jar, it was a white jar and homemade cashew nut yogurt. Mm. And I was like, even I was like, oh my God, that just sounds like a lot of work. And, and that was my first thought is like, oh crap, I'm behind the eight ball because I am not making my own homemade cashew nut yogurt. Um, so sometimes we give off that vibe yep. and this person was just sharing like, Hey, this can be done and it's good for you and, and is a great coach. But I was like, even me, I was receiving it going, Oh my God. Yeah. So when you think about that client, like I have, I have one client that's like, I won't eat anything that's like reheated. So automatically that's a bad fit for this person. There's other people like, well, Sunday's my sacred time. It's, it's church, it's family. So it's going to be a bad fit for that, that person. Some people just hate to cook. So it's going to be a bad fit for that person. So by, by having some of these conversations, asking this, getting to know the person, getting to know what their day-to-days look like, their family situations, what their work is, like whether they travel a lot, getting a lot of this information, we can give much better feedback with people. For example, I had a guy start just this week. And so he was talking about, he just, you know, it's a lunch. He likes to eat out. He grabs fast food. It's just convenient. It's easy. And so we just started having the conversation. It's like, have you prepped before? He's like, yeah, but I don't really like it. Cool. Um, there's a there's a meal service here in town. Um, the price is good. The macro is good. The taste is good. He's like, well, last time I, I did really good with um, my fitness. I was doing a, a meal prep. I was just in a different location. I'm like, well, let's start. Let's kick that off again. Yep. And so instead of doing anything fancy, it's just more of just shifting. He just has to buy these meals and then he just has to follow and eat, and eat them. So that plan for him is very easy. But if I talk to other people that are very particular about what they eat or if they don't like reheat food, that's not going to be a good fit for them. So that's why we talk about these conversations when we're, we're creating plans for people. They need to be individualized. Now, group workouts, I think work, yeah. as long as there's not any major injury or yep. discrepancy and like physical ability. But like when it comes to creating a plan for what people are doing outside, what we talk about this 360 wellness, it needs to be very individualized. So we need to gather enough information that we can give specific advice. It's like um, intermittent fasting. If you look it up online, you can find tons and tons of articles that are great for that. Is that great for weight loss? Could be. Someone comes in, they're like, I'm really hungry in the morning. I love eating six meals a day. We can make that work too. So it's really about figuring out that person and, and creating the plan around them. There's certain parameters we need to be within. We need to be at a calorie deficit. We need to make sure we're getting sufficient protein, get enough fiber in as ideal, get enough movement in. But besides that, there's so many different directions we can go with people. Well, and even those four or five things that you just said don't have to happen right away nope. and all at once. And so it's just where we need to get to for a healthier lifestyle. So where do we start can be a lots of small places. The other thing that as a professional, what I see is that coaches and people have a tendency to think, I have to share all of my amazing yeah. knowledge and my expertise because psychologically for a client to trust you, they have to feel that you are competent and that you care. So what we tend to do 
in this field and, and in others, but we're talking about fitness and health and wellness is I have all this knowledge and I'm going to show you I have all this knowledge so that you are clear that I am competent and that I care about this because I learn about it and I know things. You can still show that you are competent and that you care as long as you have a system. Yep. So for example, and that's why we created 360 Wellness, but there, there might be others, but here's a system and I have a process and that's why we even label things. This is our approach is minimal effective dose. If I say that to a client, it's clear I have approach, I've thought through this and I have a system that I use to help clients get results that's individualized. And in our, in our program, it's a 15 minute conversation. I don't have to overwhelm somebody with the minutes or the words. What I need to do is help them see value in a short, efficient, easy, and enjoyable amount of time. Yeah, so as we wrap up things here, I want you to, uh, to think about it next time you're working with your client. of Like, how do I make this easier and more enjoyable? Yes, it needs to be effective. And there might be a, a little bit of friction at first because you are changing up what people are doing. But as you're going along with this process and as they're seeing results, it's, it's constantly checking in of like, was any part of this week difficult for you? Like what was hard? And I'm starting to kind of anticipate some of these bigger hurdles that are coming up. Like for instance, I have some people that are like, things are going great, I feel great, I love my food, but I, I look into it and they're eating the same thing like twice a day, every day. And so I'm starting to anticipate, I'm like, you're probably gonna get burnout on this food. Yeah. So if I can start giving them some recommendations of other things that throw in there, I can try to stay ahead of that. And, and a good coach is going to stay ahead of that and kind of anticipate what's coming down the, the pipe. Yeah, absolutely. So hopefully you found this valuable. Uh, drop us a comment, um, find us on social media, let us know what you think, what your experiences are, and any other topics you'd like us to cover. See you next time.